probably record some of this stuff rather than just say it and waste it. Gone. Forever. Goodbye. We got it now. Welcome. Yeah, I'll do it this time. Do it. Welcome, everyone, to the Dan and Jordan Show. Right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. And your favorite show. Probably your favorite. If it wasn't, it will be. So we asked people to send in a word or a phrase or something, and we'll use that to create some fun. Um, Maybe we'll just say what the things are, and then we can say the names at the end. No, say the names. Say the names? Yeah. Okay. Twirly Metal Stash sent in Sunshine. Fun with Jess Y. Jesse S. Jesse's. Fun with Jesse's. Thank you for the laugh. Danger dot crab said dogs. And DVD guy 25 said marmalade. Not to be confused with the other DVD guys out there. Those are the four. Great. So let's jump into that. It's been a fun date. Had a great time. Thanks for the laugh. Just the one laugh? Just the single laugh. Wow, I thought I was doing a little bit better. Oh? Yeah. Well, I mean, you seem to be laughing most of the evening. I thought that was all sincere laughter. No. One laugh was sincere. The rest were all insincere laughs. Well, may I just say you're an expert at making your laugh sound real. I take pride in that. The laugh that I had was good. Don't get me wrong. Everything else was so serious. It was such a serious date. Well, yeah, that's why I told the jokes. I thought they would lighten the mood and kind of break things up, make it fun. I mean, you like you took me to a mortuary. We saw Anne Frank's house. One of the most historic sites in the city. Then we uh, went and we looked at that sandcastle. And watched the tide take it. Okay, I guess I can see how that would be interpreted as dark. Yeah, if that sandcastle was full of sand people, they all would have been washed away. You're telling the exact joke I told, that if it was full of sand people, they would have been all washed away. That must have been the genuine that one. That was. That was the one. Okay, genuine well, laugh. Good. At least that got nailed the right one. Memorable joke. Okay. And well, then I expected more jokes, and then there were no more jokes for the rest of the evening. I thought I really nailed it with the sand people joke. I thought, I'm just going to lay off now. You did. You nailed it. Yeah. It was a great joke. It was a great joke. But then I'm like, okay, now what? There was a little more banter after that. Come on. Banter. Light banter. I thought, you know, kind of ease back down. It's only a first date. You think, how's the wine is banter? Those are the only three words you said to me for the oh. rest of the evening. How's the wine? Oh, you think fine is, is better than how's the wine? That's one word. Listen, I don't want to argue. I'm sorry that you didn't have more genuine laughs. I, well, you I know. strive to provide a genuine laugh. To a person I date, and I'm sorry I failed you. The laugh was genuine, too, and it was a great joke the first time I heard it. Okay, fine. Maybe after I the referenced wine, it a few times. A few times? I know, after the wine. 13 I... times is not well, a few. Well, I That's... wasn't counting. Clearly you were, though. I was. I'm a counter. I'm an accountant. I know. Gerald. It's literally my job to count things. I know. I'm sorry, Angela. You can count on me. See, now you're doing jokes? Come on. See? That was hardly even Boom. a joke. Nailed it. it. Nailed. It was not nailed. Not nailed whatsoever. I, at least I didn't do the discourtesy of faking a laugh, making you think you'd done a good job. I told you outright, bad joke. Get it out of here. Whereas you're like telling me, oh, ha, 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 ha. Totally convincing laughter, making me think I'm telling good jokes. Well, I could have been an actor. That's how convincing I can be. 
That's why whenever there's a court case and they need an accountant, they always ask for Angela. Oh my God, I must have seen you on that trial for that serial murderer. You'll have to be more specific. I do a lot of serial murderer trials. Now I remember. The murderer with the pipe? Yeah, with the pipe. No, well, wait a minute. Do you mean like a lead pipe or the smoking kind of pipe? The smoking kind of pipe. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, that's the one. Okay, a lot of people see the lead pipe one. That's the one they remember. I don't think I've seen that one, but... See, this is the sort of stuff we should be talking about. We shouldn't be talking about how little I make you laugh. With time, our relationship can grow. I can make you laugh more and more as I learn what makes you laugh. I'm not just going to be pumping out laughs on the first date. I mean, give me a chance to learn you, Angela. Fine. Let's go back. Let's go. Maybe we'll see another sandcastle. Look, it doesn't have to be all sandcastle stuff. I mean, that is my best stuff, but there could be some other stuff too. I can learn new stuff, okay? Okay. What do you like? Sandcastles. Oh, come on now. Let me get the list of things that I like out of my purse. Okay. Oh, wait. It washed away at the beach when we were there. Are you referencing your purse getting caught in the high tide as the sandcastle washed away? Yes. Well, I'm sorry that happened. I think it might have been worth it, though, for the joke about the the sand people. Maybe. I was hoping you would have swam in and gotten it. I mean, it just kind of bobbed there for a while. Yeah. We looked at each other. I thought you were going to burst out laughing. And you did. And here I now find out that was all fake. You were actually upset about that. What I needed at that time wasn't to hear that joke again. Now I know that. You want to be a mind reader and say, oh, she probably doesn't want to hear the joke right now? No, I would never date a mind reader. Never again. You've dated a mind reader before? I dated one once. How could he not still be with you if he knew exactly what you wanted at any given moment? He was on a ship, and there was a big wave, and he got washed away. Like like a, like a sand, sand castle with a sand person in it? Yeah. <laughs> like a sand castle. <laughs> <laughs> See, you were laughing together already. <laughs> Listen, I thought you had a weird laugh. I didn't know that you were turning into crying at the end. I just thought it was a weird laugh. Now I understand. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have made fun of your man being washed away like a sand person in a sand castle. I apologize. A lot of people say dogs are man's best friend. Sure. I used to believe that. Till I was betrayed by a dog. Betrayed by a dog? Betrayed. A dog turned on me and stabbed me in the back. Like literally stabbed me? No, not literally, like metaphorically. Oh, gosh. You had me all worried now that I'm going to get stabbed in the back by a dog. No, you're not going to get stabbed in the back, but you might get stabbed in the heart. With a literal knife? No, no, just metaphorically. I had this dog named Rusty, and I raised him from a puppy. I had him for 10 years. One day I came home. Oh, God, this is so incredibly hard to talk about. One day I came home, and I opened the door. I was home a little bit early, and I walked in, and Rusty was, Rusty was getting petted by, by a repairman. <sighs> Never told anyone that. So the repairman has hands all over your dog while you were him. at work, working hard? And, you know, I thought maybe something was going wrong. I ran up. I punched the repairman. Good. Because I was like, what are you doing? Get your hands off. Yeah. And you know what Rusty did? Rusty bit me. Bit my hand. No. Yes. Did you? No, I didn't shoot Rusty. I didn't shoot him. Did you stab Rusty with a knife? I didn't. I just felt the betrayal deep inside my stomach, like a knife in my stomach. Where's Rusty now? Is he with you? I don't know. I put him out that day. I. You put him out? You put him No, I didn't. 
I didn't kill him. I sent him out the door. Oh. He tried to howl and he begged. I taught him to beg, but he begged. And then he left. I said, no, no way. Not after that. When he left, I saw he got in the repairman's truck and they drove off together. So I don't know. I'd had this guy repair my stairs, repair my dryer, repair my washer. I think maybe Rusty might have been like chewing up the stairs and chewing up the washer cords and chewing up the dryer just so the repairman would come and he'd see him and he could get petted by him. And I hear you. I, it's okay. It's okay. Here, you can lean on me. Oh, my God. Thank you. It's just it's so hard to. I'm a different kind of repairman, okay? I would never put my hands on your dog. I can fix most of this stuff here. I got my tools with me and I'm here now. I'm here to do the repairs. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sorry you had to witness that with that filthy repairman with his hands all over your dog. I just couldn't believe it. You know, Rusty was licking his face. and What kind of fur is Rusty got? What do you mean, what kind of fur does Rusty well, got? Well, just in case I see Rusty, just in case Rusty comes in and I got to be on the lookout. He had a beautiful rust-colored coat. His name matches his fur. I don't want to think about his fur okay, right now. Okay, yeah, I and wanna... of course, that's the last thing you should be thinking oh. about. You want to be able to think about washing your hands in your repaired much. sink and your repaired cable. I want to think about trusting a dog again. I hear you. You relax. I'm going to fix a few things. Okay. You kick back in your chair. <laughs> Sounds like everything's going okay over there. Yeah, everything's going fine here. Three hours later. Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Hey, Rusty. Who's a good boy, Rusty? Hey, huh? buddy. What? Hey, buddy. What? What's good? Oh, oh jeez. What's Rusty? What? What? I can't believe you did it again. You, you, you bit my hand. I don't have any feeling left in that hand. It didn't even hurt me when you bit me this time. Well, you can wash your hand in the sink. The sink is fixed. I didn't mean to pet your dog, Mister. I, dog just looks so friendly and all. I, this isn't my dog. What? This isn't my dog. This is Rusty, but this isn't my dog. Oh, I see. I see. Rusty's chosen to go down a different path, and I don't know what you're doing here today. I suppose you want your dog collars back. You want your bowls? Is that what you want? You want your bowls? You have your bowls? <laughs> Fine, take them. <laughs> take them. Take them back to that cheating repairman. Let him comb your fur. Let him bag up your poop. Yeah, out the doggy door with you. I'm going to board that doggy door up. <laughs> Driving off in his van. I don't know what was going on here. I don't know why you were petting Rusty. I'm sorry. Sorry I did that. I agree. He has a certain charm. He kind of puts a spell on you. You want to just start petting him and rubbing his belly. I... It's a good-looking dog. God, he just he gets down to have people rub his belly so fast, you know? it's He moves so quick with people, you know? It's like your hand just goes to it. It's just so quick, and he wants it. Yeah. Just lays on his back. It's not your fault. It's his fault. I tried. I tried to resist. I know. I'm sure you did. And it looks like the sink works great. The blood is coming out of my wound. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you're going to want to wash that off pretty good. I've had a rabies shot, obviously. I don't know who that dog's been playing around with, getting rabies, picking up all kinds of stuff from repairmen, petting him. Probably got fleas. You probably got fleas now, too. I hope not. Feeling itchy, though. I'm going to go get tested. So this bomb, it's not huge, but it is a bomb. We're going to have to defuse it. I know. It just looks like a little packet of marmalade. Yeah, it seems like it's nothing. Seems like it's nothing. But I'm telling you, you peel that lid off, this whole booth in this cafe will explode. 
of all the places that we picked to come for coffee. Well, I mean, it seems kind of coincidental that I just happened to pick up the last little packet of marmalade on the tray, and you wanted it for your bagel. And this one just happened to have a bomb in it that I can't open. If you open it, we will die. Uh, you know what, Frank? I think maybe I'm going to open this one. You you are a risk taker. This sounds exactly like the situation with the raspberry jelly at the last diner we ate lunch at. Remember that? That turned out to be a dud. Yeah, it turned out to be a dud, and you just happened to get it onto your bagel. That was so lucky. We're so lucky that didn't go off. You know, some sicko out there is putting bombs in packets... Waiting for things to explode. I know that. That's why it's just so insidious for you to be using these fake bomb threats against us. They're not fake. None of this is fake. This is real life. In your face action. This is our job, man. You've been taking food and stuff from everybody in the precinct. Johnson got a can of Pepsi out of the machine. And you went and grabbed it out from under him and said, This is a bomb. I got to take this for the bomb squad. And because you're on the bomb squad, everybody just has to let it happen. You think I'm the nut job who's out there? Going kaboom crazy with all these explosives? No. No, I don't think that. I just think that you're using it to your advantage at work. I think you know that everybody thinks there's bombs and everything. Anything. There could be a bomb in anything. Well, there, I mean, there could be, but the police station's pretty secure. Is it? Is it? This guy, he's nutso. He's been targeting mainly, you know, universities and airports and stuff. And cafes, pie shops. Not, he's not, there's been no reported cases of pie shops. Vending machines. I looked into it, Frank. Police station vending machines. I looked into it, Frank. There's been no reports of that, okay? This I can't find could... anything in the system about that. Not yet. Not yet. They're suppressing it in the news. They don't want people to freak out and not get their snacks and their pies and their coffees. The nation would go nuts. Well, I guess I guess I better give you the last marmalade then. Why don't you open it up and see if but maybe you should defuse it, okay? Why don't you just defuse it for Let us? Let me check. Oh, well, I guess it was another dud. <sighs> this time, it was not him. This time, we got lucky. This time, there was no blood all over the walls for us to go home and report to our families. Hey, honey, what did you do today? I saw death. None of that. Not today. Just regular marmalade. You took Jackson's shoes because you said there was bombs in them. He walked in so proud of his brand new sneakers. You said, there's a bomb in there, Jackson, and took them, confiscated them. And I've seen you wearing those shoes around. My shoes got holes in them. What can I say? Frank, I just think that maybe it's time to stop lying about the bombs, okay? We can just order more marmalade. <sighs> All right, fine. Let's get some pie to go. Okay. Two pieces of pecan pie to go. You are halfway through this episode of the Dan and Jordan Show on gradio.ca Edmonton's best local station I would advise you to keep listening if you have not yet received enough laughter for the day Because it could be fatal It's very dangerous Always be laughing I have decided I'm going to hit my resolution early this year. Oh? I know I've been trying to lose weight, but I still need to get sustenance. So I'm going to look to Mother Nature on this one. Okay? I'm going to cut out the beer. I'm going to cut out the bread. And I'm just going to absorb more sunlight. Turn that sunlight into sweet nutrition for my body. 
Thus, losing weight and going from a man of 400 pounds to a man of perhaps 395 pounds by the end of the week. I applaud the effort and the clear thought you put into this. Thank you. But it's just, you can't really survive just on sunlight alone, right? You need to eat food stuff too. Your problem has not been lack of sunshine intake. It's been too much grease intake. You understand? You told me I needed nutrients. Yes, you need nutrients. Absolutely. And so plants convert sunlight into nutrients for their cells. That's right. So I, you told me that I'm mostly plant matter. I told you you need to eat mostly plant matter. Don't be silly. I <laughs> Come on. When I eat, I need to eat things that are greasy, right? That's going to keep things moving. If I eat only plant matter, then what am, what am I even doing? What's the point in even living? If you don't start eating plant matter, you're probably not going to be living. If I eat animals that eat plants, I'm really kind of eating plants, right? Like a deer. A deer eats grass. True. I eat the deer. Therefore, if you are what you eat, the deer is the grass, and I'm eating grass. Well, that'll make you the deer. Whoa. Then I'm eating myself. Is that what they mean when they say you're eating yourself to death? No, that's not what they mean. What they mean is exactly what you're doing when you eat nothing but greasy snacks. But also sunlight. Sunlight is zero calories. Sunlight is zero calories. That's true. So I have a high calorie intake for one, two days out of the week. The rest, maybe the rest of the five days, sunlight. Maybe I space it out. Grease, sunlight, sunlight, sunlight. Grease, sunlight, sunlight. You should definitely cut back on your grease. I like that initiative. But in the in-between, let's pair sunlight with, you know, some healthy salads or more vegetables. Cucumber slices. I can stand in a cucumber field. They get plenty of sunshine. We need to add the vegetables into the mix. More vegetables? More vegetables. Like a tomato field? Not the size of the field you're standing in, but the actual intake of vegetables. Well, I could stand in the produce section. There's plenty of vegetables there. The produce section is a great place to get a variety of vegetables. There's only a, a limited amount of light there, though. Most of it is fluorescent bulb. We cut to one week later. Pretty tired. Yeah, you look very tired. I'm pretty hungry. You haven't been eating. But I'm down to 396 pounds. You lost four. One pound to go. One pound to go. Well, it doesn't seem that starving yourself all week has been worth it. It's almost noon. Roll me out into the sun. Fine. My burns have almost healed up. Yeah, you've been getting way too much sun. You can't keep going in the sun like this. I'm just going to have a nap. Don't You can't have a nap in the sun. Wake up. You have to stay awake. As a medical uh, professional, I can't. How much time has passed? One second. Oh, yeah, it felt like a year. We need to get you to eat something immediately, all right? We got to get you something. Get this man some broccoli. Some broccoli. Give him some broccoli. Okay, now eat this. Uh, uh, no, just more sun. Just a little more sun is all I need. Sir. Sir, wake up. Wake up, sir. Sir. Uh, oh. Uh, oh. I thought you were dead. I was going to just give your death the dramatic triumphance that it deserved. But now that you're back, I got to tell you, you need to lose more weight or you will die again for real next time. I would just like to say that this has been an interesting experience. You are prison guard. I'm a prisoner. Yep. I've been in here all this time. And you know what? I'm finally getting out today. And I just wanted to say thanks for the laugh. Oh, I get it. I see what this is about. My laugh. You don't like my laugh. I get entertained no, by something. I, really... I open up laughing and... <laughs> I 
I get it. I get it. I understand. A lot of people say that they hate my laugh. Yeah, and that's why I'm taking it. What? I'm taking your laugh. And every crime I commit now, I'm going to do that laugh because I know people hate it. And it's going to make my victims hate me even more. So thanks for the laugh. What? You've given me another tool to put in my criminal belt. No, come on. Yeah. That's not funny. I've picked up more of your annoying habits, Arthur. Like what? I'll tell you, like what? Like the way that you, uh, when you walk down the hall, you kind of scuff your one foot and it squeaks. Yeah. And people hate that too. That's not my habit. That's a habit of my shoes. Thanks for the squeak, Arthur. Suppose you're also going to take my habit of uh, twirling my keys around and whistling. Everybody hates that a lot. I actually really like that one. You like that? Yeah, I like it. I am going to take it because I enjoy it, not because it upsets other people. I'm going to take it just because I think I would enjoy twirling a stick or keys in that manner. Yeah, it doesn't have to be just keys. It could be a stick. Yeah, a coffee cup. Anything you could twirl. A gun, which I'd put in somebody's face, which they would hate. Well, I would never do that. But I would, Arthur. That would make people hate it more. Yeah, that would. I guess I kind of failed as a guard then. Thought I was trying to rehabilitate you prisoners. Instead, I've just been showing you ways to be more hateable on the outside. Your job title is not rehabilitator. Your job is guard, Arthur. What are you thinking trying to rehabilitate us? You're supposed to guard us. I guess you're right. I just didn't know I had so many bad habits, you know? I mean, I knew that I fart a lot. That's right. Something else that I hadn't thought of doing to my victims before, farting a lot around them. Something that would disgust them. It does. It disgusts people. They hate it. It's letting them rip. Oh, man. You know, I thought when you came up to me, you were going to have like a really nice message about how my guarding really helped rehabilitate you and you're going to be a better person for it It now. It did. Your your guarding did really rehabilitate me. It did? It really did. I came in here thinking, oh, man, maybe I'm going to give up being a criminal and go on the straight and narrow. Well, that's what you should do. And then suddenly you guarded me, and then I was like, yeah, the criminal in me has been through rehab. Oh, no, I'm back. No. Badder than ever. Aw, oh, man. All because of you, Arthur. Oh, I hate that. I know. I'm sorry. When I think of a tall glass of orange juice, I think of something delicious, not something that would be used to kill. Something that should not be drank, a poison? Obviously, you know it's going to be devastating for this company. I just, I'm, I don't even care about the company, to be honest with you. I care more about my breakfasts. Really? I, I enjoyed it. It was a bit of a morning tradition. Now I'm going to have to change my morning routine. Well, apple juice. Apples are so, you know, they, they bruise, they get mush. Orange has got this nice hard skin. Skin does protect them. Yeah, protects them, protects that juice in there. Half the apple juice that people drink is apple juice that has already experienced the outside world. It's gross. Orange juice does come a little fresher. Grape juice? You'll be sitting there all day squeezing those little things. Well, we have the machines for that. You don't have to do it by hand. God, are you so rich now that you have to have hand-peeled grapes? Well, look, I only drink hand-squeezed orange juice. You think I'm going to settle for anything less if I do go with grapes? I'm going to want hand-squeezed grape juice. And that means, look, I paint my orange juice guy... He's on a line, okay? He gets paid for how many oranges he squeezes. Now, I know the grape dudes are going to be the same. And grapes are a lot smaller. So I'll be paying way more for grape juice than I paid for orange juice. Well, I guess that's probably a fair point. Yeah. Economics. It, you know, I really find it kind of too bad that orange juice got declared poison. Because, like I said, it's top seller for the company. But also, because it's like, you know, you see one person poisoned by orange juice, you're like, oh, that's too bad. Suddenly, like, hundreds and thousands of people are getting poisoned by orange juice just by drinking it. You got to wonder, like, what changed with our production line? 
Do we maybe have, you know, a guy putting poison in the orange juice on the line? Possible. There are a lot of disgruntled workers. A lot of them? Why are there so many disgruntled workers? Why haven't I heard about this well, before be honest now? with you, the working conditions aren't great. I mean, we try to keep... Uh, We're paying these people for every orange they squeeze. Yeah, we are. And that's why we got to scrimp in other areas. Like, you know, hiring, discrimination. We just hire indiscriminately. Anyone who wants to work here, they walk in, they can work here. Even criminals? Especially criminals. We're the number one place for criminals to work. Oh, my God. Most of the guys on the line, half of them are, are probably stealing as we speak. And that's not going to help the company. The poison isn't helping the company either, quite exactly. honestly. Exactly. day's already bad. I mean, might as well talk about might these things now. Might as well address everything now. that's happening. I'm the one who let it get this bad. Well, maybe I'll drink milk. What? No, come on. You got to stay in the fruit realm here. We control the fruit juice Staying industry. Staying with fruits? Not the, All right, well. Not the cow industry. I mean, come on. Dairy's a whole separate ball game. You're going to try to bottle orange juice and dairy products in the same factory? It's never been done. <laughs> the only thing where the skin is resilient as an orange is maybe like a watermelon, but they get soft. They get so soft you could push your hand right through a watermelon. I could leave an orange on my desk for a month, and I can't push through it. It just gets harder, if anything. Dries up, turns Stronger. into... Stronger. I've used an orange as a baseball. I mean... If you can play America's national sport, America's greatest sport, God bless America, with an orange, then you know that you've got something valuable. I agree. You know, you don't have to sell me on the orange game here. You know, I love oranges. Sorry, I just get caught up in our sales pitch. I've been saying it for 20 years, Jim. I know, I know, I know, I know. And it's all going away. I understand that. It makes me feel better (sighs) when I repeat the sales pitch. It's quite possible that one of the murderers that works for our plant put some poison in the orange juice. Probably. If we can root that out, maybe the government will give us another chance. All right. We can definitely root it out. I know everything about these guys that work for us. Okay, good. Now, do you want the poisoners in one group and the envenomators in another and the radiators in a third? Or do you want them all in one? Well, how many murderers do we employ here? This is a big factory. You have reached the conclusion of another episode of the Dan and Jordan Show right here on gradio.ca, Edmonton's best local station. If you enjoyed today's episode, please smash that share button. Get it out there to everybody you know. We'd really appreciate it. Get at us on social media at Good Improv on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us a word like Twirly Metal Stash, Fun with Jesse's, Danger.Crab, and... DVD Guy 25. And you can have some fun with us. We'll turn your words into fun before your very ears. <laughs>